Welcome to track number four of Strive Lawfully for a Mega Church. We are continuing now, and uh, I want you to sit upright in the chair. Nobody should sit in a relaxed way because that, you know, starts you off on a sleeping course. And I don't want any relaxatory. Don't put your head, hand on your head. Reading Shepherd. All right. Now, I want uh, different people to read. One person should find First Timothy 4.13. Another person should find Second Timothy 4.13. Another person should find Deuteronomy 31. We're going to read from around verse 8. And then somebody should find Jeremiah 36, verse 8. Somebody should find Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8. And somebody should find Acts chapter 13, verse 15. All right. Have you all got one verse? Okay. So the main verses you want are 1 Timothy 4, 13, 2 Timothy 4, 13. Amen. Right. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 13. Carry on. Great. First as first Timothy four thirteen. Huh? Till I come, give attendance to reading. Is that not true? Powerful. God is telling us we should give attendance. If we have if, let's, if we want to study this verse, what will we do? What is it saying? It's saying we should read. Huh? Till I come. Okay? Now, what is he saying to you? No, what is God telling me through this verse? Pardon? No, you personally, I mean personally. He's telling you to read personally. Do you think he's really telling you to read? Huh? Why is he telling you to read? Because you've not been reading so much. Or he wants you to read more or continue. How many people the Lord is telling you to read? You are not reading, but he's now telling you to read. Raise your hand. Through the verse. Is he telling you? Good. First, he's speaking generally, reading. Reading is good. Secondly, you personally, he's telling you to start reading. How many is he telling you to increase the reading that you've been reading? Increasing reading. Good. Now, how many is he telling you to continue reading? Continue reading. Good. Amen. So, now analyze the scripture. Now, use each word is that not so did we did we teach you that one take each word and find out the meaning of it is it in the point each single word all right so now what does it say what's each word verse 13 till till i come till i come ah 
Did I teach you meditation? Okay. We'll do it. Till I come. You know, when you read till I come like that, you can easily miss a revelation. But if you want to get a real revelation, what you can do is you keep, you say it to yourself. The word meditate, one of the meanings of that word is to matter. To matter. And to matter means to say it under tone to yourself. Now to meditate means to let it go over and over and over. So one form of meditation is to matter, to say the thing till I come, till I come, till, 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 till I, till I come, till, till I go to church, till I am in church, I should be reading. Could it not be so? Huh? Could it not be so? Oh, are you there or you've gone home? Or you are meditating now? <laughs> Alright. So, till I come, you are going to have a, an opportunity to read. Praise the Lord. Give attendance to reading. What is attendance? Then we are going to check it from where? So, dictionary. Without a dictionary, you can't do the Bible study. Is that not so? Attendance. You have to check the meaning of the word attendance. Then we need, what else do we need now? Concordance. Strong's concordance. Is that not so? To find out the meaning of the word, or what word, what Greek word was translated, was translated attendance. And then that word may be so many different words. Then you get a revelation from there. So you come to your fellowship meeting or your church and you tell them the word being, it means attention. Amen. Then to reading, to exhortation, and what else? And what? Doctrine. So you check the meaning of the word reading. Then you check the meaning of the word exhortation. And then you check the meaning of the word doctrine. So you can come to... We are, we are going to introduce this thing in Lighthouse Bible Studies. Bible Studies. All pastors, when you go, let your members do Bible Studies. The, the fellowship meetings. Do Bible study. Come to the church with a dictionary, with your Bible, and if you can, a concordance. You get what I'm saying? And then reference. So you start. You hold a dictionary. You hold a concordance. I hold a date Bible or a Bible. You hold NIV. And let's read it from the NIV. Does anybody have an NIV? Anybody here have an NIV? NIV. Read it out. Let's see. First Timothy 4.13. Until I come. Devote yourself to the public reading. To preaching and to teaching. Devote yourself. Devote. Then you check the meaning of the word devote. 
then you are finding out more things. Praise the Lord. I am repeating this over and over because it is, if you can only take this away from the camp, please, I'll be okay with you. If you only take Bible study with you back to where you came from and we begin to do Bible study yourself, not what I am teaching you, but you are looking into the Bible with your two eyes open and you see it and you study and you come out with revelations and the word of God. Wow, I feel that lighthouse, we, our roots will have gone so deep in the ground. Wind can blow, earthquake can come, fire can come, we will still be standing there. Because we are not based on some man's ideas or some kind of, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, 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 something that is around for a while, but we are based on what has been tested and tried for thousands of years and is solid as a rock, unmovable, unchangeable, dependable. Human beings are not dependable, but the Word of God is dependable. Hallelujah. So I am saying this, I'm going over this thing over and over, and I will go over and over. We will have Bible studies, and if we can ask ourselves, what does it mean? What is God telling me from this verse? Who can I share it with? Me, who can I share it with? You, because I know many of you don't read. <laughs> can you also share with some of your sheep? Is there anybody you can share it with? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Second Timothy 4.13. Somebody else. You know what? A person who reads is on a higher level than a person who does not read. Did you know that? So when I say the rise and rise, I'm talking about the rise and the rise of a shepherd into the ranks of a reading shepherd. A reader. I say a reader. I say a, I see you becoming a reader. A reader is different from a non-reader. Two hum, different human beings altogether on the surface of the earth. A reader. I see you rising. You know what? It is like I can see what the Spirit of God is doing. It is like your greatness is based on your solid footing at various foundational realms. That is your greatness. It is based in these things. The ability to read, the ability to study, the ability to listen and to hear, the ability to meditate, the ability to have quiet time. This is the foundational. That is what is going to make us able to be there 10 years later 10 years from now 2nd Timothy 4.13 the cloak that I left at Troas with Capus somebody should read it please yes Everybody say, and the book. But especially the parchment. Praise the Lord. Paul was a reader. Mega reader. 
And that is why when he was calling for his coat that he left at Troas with Capus, he said, and the books as well, but especially the parchment. Today, I, I am teaching you to become a reader, a reading shepherd who reads principally three important things. Number one is the Holy Scriptures, the Bible. Number two are the books. And number three, the parchments. The scriptures, the books, and the parchments. Hallelujah. Every Christian must be devoted to reading these three important pieces of literature. The books, the scriptures, and the parchments. Now what is the difference? The scripture is the Holy Bible. Amen. The books are books that have been written. And parchments are segments of books. Or small, very small books. These are... Where is my briefcase? Open it for me. These are what we call parchments. Amen. So we have the thing which is. We have parchments and we have books. Pastor Johnny, give me one by sliding. Oh, okay, I have a book here. Give me one of the by sliding. Yeah, right there. Thank you. Amen. I am showing you different books. Now, I am talking about rising. I say I'm talking about what? Rising. rising. This is rising. This is the scripture right here. First Timothy 4.13, according to NIV, says that we should give attendance to be devoted to reading, public reading of the scriptures. That's it. When you do telescopic Bible study, you read passages all the time. And when I said reading, we don't use King James to read fast. Use NIV or Living Bible or Good News Bible. Okay? Now the books. This is a book. This is a book that has been written. This is a bigger book. You see what is written there? Master builders. Developing life and leadership in the body of Christ. This is a book. This is a parchment. Now, your life can change only by parchment. Parchments are so powerful that uh, they, are, they, are, they are so powerful. You see this one by Kenneth Hagin? It's called Words. Wet. Wet. And you see Christians today, they, they buy books because of the color of the book. This is red, they like it, then they go and buy. If the design is nice, then they go and buy. Or if the topic is something bullyhoodios, then they'll go and buy. But when you see wet, 
then they don't buy. But this, this is your salvation. Paul said, and when thou comest, the cloak which I left at Troas with Carpus bring with you. And, 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 but especially, <laughs> you see, never, if you are here and you go to school, you are learning something else apart from Shepherd's Camp. I'm teaching you how to pass an exam. Although this is a big book, it has the ability to be a parchment for you. It can be divided into just a small part. You just take a part and it becomes like a parchment. A chapter of a book or a segment is like a parchment. When I was in school, and take it from me because when I was in school, I did well in school from O level to A level to throughout university. So when I finished medical school, I was always either in either first or one of the first within the first five always and to enter the medical school you need university of ghana medical school in those days i don't know about now please in those days you need to be the top 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 percentage of all science students to enter university of ghana medical school that's the fact and when we were called for interview. I'm telling you something. I'm, I'm boasting like a fool so that you believe what I'm telling you. When we were called, I was among the first ten. I think I was the fifth person to go for the interview. Those were the top results in the whole of Ghana. And I went and I was told before it, I didn't have to wait for interview results. Just go and prepare. You are coming. After the ten, first ten people, the rest were told, come tomorrow in the evening to see whether your name is on the notice board then you are coming or not when i was in school i did well in school but i never did what many people do i don't read books like chapter one reading cover to cover no if you read like that you will never start and you will never finish we don't read like that well maybe you read like that but i don't read like that this book I have not read. I've, oh, there's only one place I know, and it's because of that one place that I brought the book even to the camera. I want to look at something there. I've seen only about two pages in the whole book. And I will read it, and I, have, I take the book like parchment, small parts, and I just read it. If you look at my textbooks from medical school and you read through, you would think that I've read the whole book. But what happens is that I go in for segments at the time small section in the middle somewhere and i read it so i know it and the reason is usually because of exams i'll allow the exam to direct my physics teacher uncle james he told me always learn the go and start with the question when he was teaching me a level he said take the question first don't read nelkin and Parker. read the question when you read the question then go and find an answer in the book that's how i so that is how I, I don't go and I'm coming to read light or electricity. No, 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 no. I go straight to the red paper, A level, that physics, this thing, and I take it, I start from there, and I come to answer. Then I start microscopic study. So by the time I finish, I'm very warm, and people are always afraid of me. But 
The reason is, somebody said, me, I've read the whole Bible. I've not read the whole Bible. Ah, have you read the whole Bible? Praise God. It's great. I'm glad you've read the whole Bible. I haven't read the whole Bible. I'm a bishop and I haven't read the whole Bible. But if you take my Bible and you go through, it will look as though I've read the whole Bible. Because I read here and here and here and here and here and here and here. So maybe by now I've read the whole Bible. But I read in a directional way which gives me understanding. I don't just start and say, they say I should read Jeremiah, I'm on chapter 14. They tell me I read it, I don't understand it. Try to read that, chapter 14. I'm reading chapter 14, I'm seeing the things, but I'm not seeing it. How many have experienced that before? Yeah. So you are worrying yourself. I say you are worrying yourself. When you have directional, parchmental reading, you begin to find out how all these things, like the Tegis book of words, is part of a bigger book. Oh yeah, this revelation is part of a bigger book that he has, other books. And that is how revelations are. Sometimes it's two or three pages, and there's a revelation there. Sometimes five pages. I'm telling you, when I was in school, I had to learn how to learn so that I could pass exams. There were people in medical school who were better than some of us, but they didn't learn the strategy of learning. That's why they couldn't finish the school. And that's why some of them were repeated and repeated and repeated. Because it's not just learning with strength. When I was in, uh, what do you call it, uh, doing O-level, I did literature. And I mean literature. People will learn Macbeth, Ode to a Nightingale, and other things. And we'll be there. They will just start quoting. They'll start at one, scene uh, one. Then they'll start. This, this and that, I don't even know what the, there's no art to find the mind's construction in the face. This, 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 that, they'll be talking, talking. Ah! Sometimes somebody will just stand up in the classroom and he'll start pouring, 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 pouring. One day I remember I was sitting in the class, I remember 4S1, 5S1, a certain boy got up and he said, if they make the mistake of bringing this thing, literature, to the exam he will stand up in the o-level room you know the exam hall and say this i know (laughs) 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 this i know me i never memorized any of those uh, poem magbeth i learned 10 lines 10 phrases in the whole of Macbeth. I had it written on a sheet of paper. Act 1, scene 4. Then I'll write it. These were the 10 lines. I said, these are the only 10 I can write to put it in my pocket. These are the only 10 sentences I can memorize in the whole book. Any essay that you bring, whether you ask me about Macbeth or you ask me about this, those 10 will fall inside my essay by all this. <laughs> so, as you see my essay from beginning to end, you will see at least 10 to 12 quotations will come. The 10, 12 that I have read, I will find a way of bringing it in. And I'll just ask Macbeth said, then I will just uh, quote it there. I the essay. There are 10 things that can come in. And I make sure all of them. I have English, English literature one. The one who said this, I know, I think he had nine. Amen. You see, we use power and wisdom. Bible says, get wisdom, she will promote thee. 
medical students, I often tell them, Charlie, use magic. We call it magic. MCQs. And pass. Sometimes we'll finish the exam and then the professor will ask, don't you have the questions in the house? Have you failed? He'll ask us, why have you failed? Surgery, why did you, don't you have the past questions there? Why do you feel? They, when you go for the exam, they can bring the whole exam, 1985, boom, and give it to you with 1985 written on it. There. And, and you have 1985 in your house. And when you do it, you fail. And say, ah, why don't you have this in there? They know that you have it. If you don't use it to learn, you won't pass. But people don't believe in wisdom and strategies. Amen. It's the same thing when you move into life, you ask people, you will find out from people. Why is it that you are not being able to build a house? You find out that to build a house, it's not money, it's wisdom. Yeah, but people don't believe it. It's just like in passing exams. Each stage of life, people don't believe when the successful people are saying what they are using. You don't believe it. There is a way to learn. And I'm saying that when it comes to the Bible and Bible study, believe me, three important things you must read. The Bible the books, the parchments. Even with the books, parchmentalize them. And just read maybe one chapter. Because as I was coming, I was trying to find out something. Where is my book? I was trying to find out something about something. So I was looking, I can't see, I can't see. A chapter on what? Godly motivation, principles of motivation, ministries, counseling as a leader, ministry as a leader, authority as a leader, waiting on God, call to serve. All these then I saw one chapter. Growth factors. Uh-huh. I'm seeing A, B, C, D here. One, two, three, four. I can read here and here. I read it. Then one day I will be sharing something with you. I say, you know, we see the books I've read. I've not read all, just a small parchment. And I'm sharing. Many of the things I learned, where do you think I, I learned this from? I, I read. I read. I read. All lecturers read before they come. Yes. Uh, lecturer, you are here. Is it also? Yes, sir. You are correct. Yeah. It's a lecturer right here. Knowledge is not from the sky. It's from somewhere. If you don't have it, it means you haven't gone for it. <laughs> it is available. If you don't have it, it means you have not gone for it. I am telling you from today, I want you to be a collector of books and parchments and a reader of books and of parchments. There is no difference between a person who does not read and a person who cannot read. <laughs> you didn't understand what I was saying. I was almost insulting some people here. <laughs> there is no difference between a person who does not read and a person who cannot read. You write it too. Okay. A person who does not read and a person who cannot read. There's no what is a person who cannot read? I'm illiterate. How many here are illiterate? Ah, there's no illiterate in the church. Okay. 
but you don't read. What is the difference between you and the one who cannot read? Because both of you, we don't see you reading. You are just holding a paper that says, once upon a time, you pass an exam. But both of you don't read. It has been shown that people who read in life, <laughs> amen, become a reading shepherd from now. Every shepherd must try to read one parchment every month from now. Just a parchment. A parchment means one chapter or two chapters from a book. Or a parchment is like a small book, like those other books, frugality, prodigal. You take them as parchments. And you must read. If I write a book, you have to read it. I was listening to Bishop Oyedepo. If I can even, you know, is it in your car? He is just listening to the church. He is just laughing at his church members. He laughed that you want anointing oil. It's not by anointing oil, it's by wisdom. Go and read the book. He said he has written books. They should read them. And they will get the wisdom. Then he starts to laugh. He said, look how much anointing oil is going to how far. And we all know when a chapel they believe in anointing oil seriously, even they drink it. He started to laugh at them. I laughed the whole thing. He just been laughing. <laughs> they are just moving for anointing oil. Anointing oil won't do anything for you. It is the wisdom and the knowledge that start reading. And it's so true. Any successful person is a reader. I read, I read. And I'm successful. Yeah, and I'm re- I read. Reading is part of rising. How many people don't read much, honestly? In your heart, shake the devil, cross your heart, raise up your hand. Raise your hand, please, please, honesty. Honesty, please, let's have honesty. Alright? Many of the pastors do not raise their hand, but I know that the pastors too don't read. Eh? Let's have honesty in the front. Amen. Reading, I'm not saying have you read before. I'm saying reading now. Of course you must have read before. I'm talking about reading now. Something. Reading. Are you reading? What are you reading now? Ethics. Ministerial ethics. Alright. And what were you reading before that? The other one. The one I have where? Backslide. You've read it. You read from cover to cover. Powerful. You will go forward. Amen. And other books that are not by me. Read. Buy. Acquire. I want you to be a reader. How many are going to become readers from today? Take it and read. And it will even improve your English language. Because you will see that they don't say Isis when you say that. And they all open their eyes. They say they didn't, it didn't say they all open their eyes. No, you will see that in all, they all open their eyes. And he wented over there. You will see that it's not wented. It is he went. 
And you will see when it says that Ruby was hungry. He had not eaten today. You see that when it says Ruby was hungry, she had not eaten. She had not eaten that day. Not that Ruby was hungry. He hasn't eaten. Some of you mix he and she. When you say she, you say he. What's up? What's up? Ah, okay, okay. Listen to me. From today, parchment. Parchment. And then books. Are you going to acquire? Are you going to? Cynthia, what books are you reading? Have you read any Christian book? Forgiveness lady. But forgiveness lady can take you five minutes to read it. About 10, 20 minutes. Adventures in Prayer. Very good. By Catherine Marshall. Who else is reading? Now, what are you reading? Mr. Poland, what are you reading? Divine Revelation of Hell. You read the whole thing. Very good. Good morning, Holy Spirit, by Benny Hinn. Very good. You are educating yourself, broadening your knowledge. How many can read here? You are able to read. Physically able to read. All right. From today, be devoted to reading. Raymond, is it clear? You must always be reading something. Always have a tape. Always be reading. I cannot overemphasize. Okay. Yes, question. Pardon? She doesn't understand. She doesn't speak English. Which church are you from? Hmm? Pastor Johnny, sort out the problem. Alright. The next thing is we rise to be an educated shepherd. Okay, let's read Deuteronomy 31. I gave you some other scriptures. Who has opened to it before we become we move to educated shepherd? Deuteronomy. Yes, Pastor Eddie, please read it. Yes, start from eight. And the Lord, and the Lord, He it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee, He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. And Moses wrote this law and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and unto the elders of Israel. And Moses commanded them, saying, At the end of every seven years, in the solemnity of the year of release, in the Feast of Tabernacles, when all Israel is come to appear before the Lord thy God, in the place which he shall choose, thou shalt read this law before all Israel in their hearing. Thou shalt read this law 
before Israel in their hearing. They were supposed to read in the Old Testament. Nehemiah 8.8. Let's look at Nehemiah 8.8. You ready? Okay, take it. Nehemiah 8.8. Powerful. Notice. Nehemiah 8. They read. Could you say it again? They read in the law of God distinctly. And what else? And gave the sense. sense. That is, they explained it. Amen. And then? And caused them to understand. There are three things you have to do. Number one, you have to read it. You have to understand it or give the sense of it, what the thing is saying. And then you have to understand what you are reading. Amen. Alright. So please let us all uh, get this important asset of reading. Amen.